You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. I want to read some listener emails in this episode, and I have a Pornhub update. And I want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Matthew, John V, Jim Riker, DBM, Not a Golfer, MF, Rayshon, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Crinking Fan, Rocket Man, Havaianas Fan, Austin, Thomas, and Joe. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the lights on here, for all your contributions, for supporting the podcast and just being a part of a really special and uh, great community. I really appreciate you guys. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll get right into listener emails. Welcome back from the break. So the first thing I wanted to do is give you a little update on Pornhub. I had thought it would be a good idea to, in addition to YouTube, offer videos um, without charging any money to the viewer. So like a place where you could see my pedal pumping videos for free, but where I could be compensated by earning ad revenue. You know, it's a it's a business model that content creators use and I and it appeals to me because then I can get my content in front of more people and I want, to, you know, I want people to get to enjoy what I'm doing. If, you know, if it appeals to you, I want you to be able to enjoy it uh, and not have to pay for it. And I thought, well, this is great because then, you know, you earn ad revenue. It's really hard on YouTube. YouTube wants to censor and YouTube does not like pedal pumping. So if I want to try to earn ad revenue on YouTube, and this might be good, useful information for anyone that's listening who's a wants to create pedal pumping content or is a content creator of pedal pumping uh youtube is is difficult to work with and they don't like pedal pumping they definitely do not want to see feet on the pedals so you have to i don't know i found that like yeah i can kind of put some clips but it's really distorted it it it's not stuff that i'm really proud to do because i feel like it's a a perversion of pedal pumping or it's a weird like watering down of what my original intentions and videos were and so i thought okay Pornhub, great it's a place that welcomes kink and porn and fetish and whatever and i can just put my videos on there in their complete originally intended form people can watch them for free and i'll make some money on ad revenue well it turns out that um how do i put this like when i'm trying to upload videos or kind of tinker around in my like model studio back office thing it's like I'm constantly being shown porn clips and it's not, they're not pedal pumping clips. They're just gnarly porn. Well, to me, they're gnarly porn clips. It's stuff that I don't want to see and it's with full volume and it's like I can't navigate between tabs or pages without having to, it's kind of like YouTube where it sort of forces you to watch the advertisement 
And I feel like it's just not the kind of work environment that I want to deal with. Like if I'm sitting at my desk trying to upload and tag and title videos and schedule videos and stuff like that, like I'm not there to watch porn. And so the fact that Pornhub insists on showing me stuff that I'm not consenting to seeing has, I thought at first I could kind of tolerate it. And eventually I saw what the ad revenue numbers were and I thought, you know, and also the, the amount of traffic, like pedal pumping doesn't seem to get a lot of traffic on Pornhub. And so I've basically made the decision to not use Pornhub anymore. So I was excited about it as a way to get my content out in the world for free where I was getting, you know, some compensation for my work, but people were would be able to access it and watch it for free, but I just can't deal with it and the the actual amount of pedal pumping traffic to Pornhub is pretty negligible and therefore the ad revenue um is, you know, I I don't even want to tell you guys it's embarrassing pennies. Like I've earned pennies. And so I feel like for for such a small amount of money, it's like Ugh, I just can't deal with all that porn all the time. So that's an update on Pornhub, um, unfortunately. But if you guys know of any websites that would allow me to share my pedal pumping videos to the public for free, and there's like an ad revenue sharing program where I can earn um, a little something off ads... Let me know, because I would be interested to find a way to to do something like that. You know, I thought YouTube would work. It doesn't really work. Pornhub has its problems, so maybe there's other platforms. Surely there are other platforms, so if you know of them, and that, here's the caveat, that have adequate pedal pumping traffic to them. Because if, you know, if I only have like 100 views on the video... I won't make enough money to even like cash out. I think on Pornhub you have to earn $100 just to get them to send you a check or a, do a bank transfer. And I had like 60 cents or something. So anyway, um, that's my update on Pornhub. I'm going to read some listener emails now. We're going to turn into in a different direction. So this is from Anonymous Listener. He says, ever since you began your podcast, I have looked at you as the one person who could keep the genre alive. You have generously referred to tidbits I have emailed you, and I thank you for that. The perspective I bring to it comes from over 70 years of observing it. But for the first 50 years, I thought I was the weird one. It was not until the advent of the internet that I realized I was not the only one. When I grew up, there were carbureted cars that were more difficult to start, floor-mounted gas pedals, which I prefer, and bench seats, which allowed driver and passenger to sometimes interact, and the passenger to easily observe the pedal pumping. One of the worst things I think that has happened, aside from what I have previously mentioned, has been forcing drivers to step on the brake pedal in order to start the car. In the past, the driver usually had to pump the gas at least once before starting the car. Whenever my wife would enter the car, her foot would automatically gravitate to the gas pedal. Even when the car was not running, her foot would hover over the gas pedal. My fetish also involves the pedal pumper wearing sexy shoes, of which you have many. 
In spite of the many things that turned me on in my day, I know you will continue to delight your fans in the future. Keep up with the gas pedal down and good. Uh, keep up with the gas pedal down. The good work. And thank you. I really, really love this um, this listener's perspective as somebody who you know grew up with the fetish before the internet and. I just ha- you have such a great um I don't know I feel like you're the one that carries the the spirit of pedal pumping alive I mean that's very kind and generous for you to say that you think I can keep this genre alive I I think it's the community that's doing it really and I I'm it's an honor to just like I said um kind of be the mouthpiece for it and so um I I absolutely agree with you. And I think that with driving my Jeep, I do find that when I get in the car and when I get into my BMW, I rest my foot on the gas pedal before I before I turn it on, before I start the car. I've, I'm finding more and more as I alternate between driving my carbureted Jeep and the BMW, fuel-injected BMW, that I'm resting my foot on that gas pedal more and more. And then I have to deliberately go and, um, you know, press on the brake. The car won't start, right? And and that's true of most, if not all, new newer cars. My BMW is a 2011, so it's not even that new, but probably like the last 20 years. I think my Jeep in Hawaii, the 1992 Jeep, um... I think you can start that without putting your without having to put your foot on the brake pedal. And when I get back to Hawaii, I'm going to try that. I'm still in California, you guys. I've been here since like the beginning of summer or I think I've been here since May, April or May. I don't even know now. But I will be heading back to Hawaii. My plan is in September. So we'll see. I mean, that could change, of course, but I will keep you guys posted. Um, But yeah, I agree. Like having to step on the brake pedal, I guess it's good for safety things, but it is not as fun. Um, There is something, I don't know, like exciting. When I go to start up my Jeep, like it usually, I mean, sometimes it starts right up, but sometimes I have to crank it. And you know what? My mom has that, um, I've, I've featured it in quite a few pedal pumping videos. She has a 2003 Camry. And I would say that about maybe 30% of the time, I have to crank it twice to get it started. Um, I do have to put my foot on the brake, but even when my foot's on the brake and I turn, it'll crank and it won't start. And then I have to crank it again. So there's actually no pedal pumping um, with the Camry. I mean, I can, I can make it, you know, I can make it crank and I can pump the pedal if I want to, but I'm just talking about in like it's daily operation. Um, it, it does, it does crank sometimes. So that's kind of fun, but for most most cars, like you you turn the key or you press the button and you know it's gonna start, and there's no like excitement or mystery involved. And I totally agree about the bench seat. Bench seats are the best. I yeah, I love a good big bench seat. I think it's great for um, 
being able to see have a nice clear view of the puddles typically but also I th I just think it like it makes driving in the car feel how do I describe this it's kind of like a I don't know I feel less you feel less isolated like nowadays it like seats feel almost like capsules like you're in a you're encapsulated right you're like the seats kind of wrapping around you and you've got this dashboard and and it, you kind of like you're I don't know I feel very like encapsulated whereas like a bench seat just feels like freedom and like it feels social and it feels like you can stretch out on it I don't know it just I I love that like spaciousness it's like it's kind of like flying coach versus flying first class in like a lay flat when you fly overseas and you can like have the the full like lay flat bed in first class. Um, that's what it feels like. A bench seat is like is like flying first class in my opinion. Um, and I I just want to say to this listener who um, emailed in, I would love so much if you ever wanted to share any memories or stories or moments um, in those old cars and in, in those, um, you know, early, early days of your fetish or I just I welcome that. Um, I, I, that would just kind of that would that would fill me up. That would be wonderful. Um, so, yeah, thank you. And I am going to continue. I'm going to continue promoting and you know I've even fantasized about like oh maybe I should go back to school and get my PhD in pedal pumping because I studied psychology in my bachelor's but um or do a master's program and like like you know do actual like research like a thesis on pedal pumping and like the psychology of pedal pumping <laughs> isn't that crazy oops sorry for the I just bumped my my watch um wouldn't that be like crazy amazing to like ha to have like some academic journal publish a psychology paper on pedal pumping <laughs> I just, or maybe maybe not psychology maybe it would be like sociology or it would be about like like human sexuality I don't know I just I have like fantasies about um exploring pedal pumping as as deeply as possible um yeah and and just kind of I guess it, not so much that I want to promote it because either you have a pedal pumping fetish or you don't right and like you could develop fetishes by being exposed to ideas and things or maybe if it's not a full-blown fetish you can at least develop kind of how I feel like I've developed an appreciation and a and an enjoyment and a sexual enjoyment of pedal pumping that I didn't know that I that was there and I didn't experience or or have before I was a part of this community um, so I do think you can introduce it to people and it can be developed but and that's just anecdotal from my own personal experience but I I also think that um you know regardless if someone has a pedal pumping fetish or not it would just be great to like educate and normalize people around it, you know, like it's, it's just another uh, facet of human sexuality. So anyway, thank you so much for emailing again. 
And I have a story to read from Leo and uh, I'll just get into it. He says, so I finally decided to go for my automotive classes, but I had to take some prerequisite classes at the community college in town. I registered a few days ago and needed some books. I got there early in the day and parked in the main lot. I parked next to a little red 93 Honda Civic hatchback with an attractive Hawaiian girl sitting in the driver's seat. I noticed by her movements that she was putting her shoes on. She looked at me and said hi and asked me if I was new here. I told her yes and she pointed to the sign on the building. It read, permit parking only, violators will be towed. I looked back at her and I asked where I could get one. She got out and told me we could get one from the bookstore. It's this way, follow me, she said. I was surprised by how friendly she was. I'm Jamie, nice to meet you. What's your name? What class are you taking? Where are you from? What high school you went to? I was thinking to myself, what's up with all the questions? She was pretty talkative and I saw it funny that she spoke fast. I answered all her questions and we continued our speedy conversation. We ended up having the same math class. She was taking nursing courses and needed to get some prerequisites for her main course too. I followed her to the bookstore. She was wearing a red hooded flannel, jeans, pants, and a pair of white keds. Nothing really to trigger me on my fetish with her, but she did have a quirkiness about her that was interesting. In the bookshop, I got my parking permit and books for my classes. After lunch was math class that I would see Jamie. It was a one-hour class and she would sit next to me this day. I noticed that she kept looking over at me and I would look back and smile. She did have that nerdy vibe about her and she did look cute. Not much of a butt or any chest, just a cute face and smile. But sometimes that's all you need. Or in my case, cute feet. (laughs) Class got out and we walked back to our cars. She mentioned that it would take her almost an hour to get home because of the traffic. The expansion of houses and new subdivisions being constructed made it that way. We got in our cars. I looked over to her and anticipating to see her remove her shoes, but she didn't. She started her car. I distinctly heard how a manual transmission would engage into reverse. The sound of the throwout bearing and a double click followed by the feathering of the accelerator and her hatchback slowly reversed. I followed behind her. We got into the traffic light and it had just turned red in front of her. I watched her through her back window pull her parking brake and she'd reach down forward. She tossed one shoe over her shoulder onto the back seat, then the second one in the same manner, reaching down again, and the socks followed the same path. I was aroused a little by her actions. The light turned green, and we were off. She turned right at the next intersection and beeped her horn waving by. I'd wonder what she'd be wearing tomorrow. Next day, I got to school and got to the lot, but a bit early. She didn't arrive for another few minutes after I got there. She pulls up next to me and I got I get out and walk to her window. She slid her seat back and reached to her back seat. I noticed the jeans short she was wearing exposing her legs. She pulled out a pair of gladiator strap flats from her back seat. I watched her put them on. She started with her right foot first, bringing her knee up and sliding the flat under her foot and then the rest of the heel on the edge of the seat. She repeated the process with the left and got out. Her feet were nice and narrow. The veins of her feet were visible. Her toes pointed looked like little bullets and small unpainted toenails. 
Her big second and third were equally equally length, and fourth and fifth had a mild curl to them. She had a nice arch, too, and her skin looked smooth and soft. I told her good morning, and she would say the same. She asked if I wanted to have lunch with her today, and of course I said yes. My treat, and you drive, was my condition, and she happily agreed. 11.30 a.m., I met up with her at the parking lot, and we hopped in her car. My heart raced in anticipation of what I would see. She turned the ignition and sat for a second looking down, shifted into reverse, and backed out. She kept her sandals on, not what I expected, and felt a little let down at the moment. I watched the sandaled feet working the pedals, but without any arousal. Then she started talking. Jamie, you know what? I hate driving in these things, but they're so hard to put on. Like, they take so long to tie up. I don't normally wear these. I don't know why I brought them today. She looked at me and says, you know what I mean? I did get excited about her explanation, and she rambles on saying, it's hard to feel with them. I mean, feeling the pedals, it's like being numb. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you know. I looked at her, and before I could say anything, she rambles again. I want to eat barbecue chicken. I've been craving it all morning. And a Coke. What about you, huh? What do you want to eat, huh? I replied, chicken sounds good. Jamie went on talking about a cool chicken spot in the shopping center a few blocks from the college she goes to and babbled about some other stuff. I was thinking on the way there that she talked a lot. I was a guy who liked to start a conversation, but she was a little all over the place. It was kind of funny to experience. We got there in our food takeout. Sorry. We got there and got our food takeout and headed back to the school. She didn't remove her sandals, but I did watch her sandaled feet working those pedals. Her movements on the clutch and the gas were a little bit mistimed. At some points, she'd ride the clutch a little or she'd let the clutch out too quickly and the little Honda jerked from catching at a higher RPM. She would say, oops, and then she'd do it too. It apparently looked like she was uncomfortable driving with her sandals on. We got back, and I dropped my tailgate to have a seat. Jamie joined me, and we sat eating our lunch together. At the end of math, I'd walked to her car, and I got to see what I had been waiting for. With her door open and seated with her legs out, she did undid the straps of her sandals, then pull her legs in the car, leaving the sandals on the ground. Her right foot foot first followed by her left she would rub her feet on the carpeted floor mat to dry the sweat off her soles and then stretched out her toes this action instantly got me a hard on she reached down to retrieve her sandals pulling them from their straps and tossing them over the back of the seat and hearing a clunk noise from one of them hitting the floor now for an hour-long drive with a reluctant tone in your voice no worries, I'll be with you the whole way, I said jokingly. She looked back at me and smiled, resting her head back into her seat like being exhausted from the day. I hopped in my truck and looked over at Jamie and told her that I'll see her tomorrow. She said bye, and we drove off. I got home feeling so aroused by what had happened, I had to relieve my tension. Thinking about her and those little bullet-shaped toes working the pedals and the thought that of that she was probably still in traffic while I laid in bed got me more excited. I looked at my watch, and it was like 20 minutes ago that she had taken off those sandals. I closed my eyes thinking about her and let my imagination do the rest. I closed my eyes and pictured myself in the passenger seat, and her toes were working those pedals. I watched her shift, and the traffic rolled slowly. 
Her feet manipulated the clutch and gas back and forth. She feathered the gas with her toes, pumping and pumping and pumping, and then splash, I was coming all over the sheets. I laid there thinking about her for a while, thinking to myself, I wanted more. Then the phone rings, and on the caller ID is Chelsea. I don't pick up. I guess it's back to reality. I love this story. Leo. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the hot, the, the 93 Honda Civic hatchback, super cute. I totally remember those cars. They were kind of a little bit like rounded, right? More of a rounded shape. Um, I don't know why I just, <laughs> I love this story so much. I think because it makes me wonder how, how many guys have like, I dropped off or like have seen me drive and then privately pleasured themselves imagining or recalling my feet on the pedals. And I guess I want to just put this out there to the listeners. Like, do you guys have any particular experience whether it's like in in person, like something you like actually experienced or maybe even a a video that you saw or a movie or something like something um, that you is kind of your go to masturbation fantasy that just always gets you aroused that just always does it for you. I'm just curious, like, I want to know what what the detail like Leo does such a great job of like describing her feet and how she position her toes and how she puts her feet on the pedals like and and then there's you know one of the things that's really nice about your writing Leo is that you've got um and I don't always do it justice in my my narrations I think because sometimes there's like construction like sentence structures that trip me up but or that I'm you know whatever but (laughs) that's my own difficulties but I I feel like you engage our senses like I can see and smell and hear and touch and it's like you use words that um, really engage all of the senses and I don't know I just I feel like your stories are relatable and so I'm just wondering like oh I wonder if I'm in if I'm in anyone's, you know, private masturbation moments, if, um, you know, guys that I've given rides to or driven their vehicles or, you know, had pedal pumping experiences with, or maybe like, like Jamie, you know, didn't necessarily know that she was having this impact on Leo, but she absolutely was. And he's here to share about it, you know, like 25 years later or something. Um, it's just incredible. So if you guys have, if you guys have um, a situation, a memory, something that always just, you know, <laughs> just gets you going and is like your masturbation fantasy or, or memory. I want to know about it. If you, if you want to share your stories or ask questions or anything you'd like to share with the listenership or with me personally, you can email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. I'll keep you confidential unless you'd like to be acknowledged on the podcast. You know, I, um, you can just be an anonymous listener, um, that's fine. So thank you so much, everyone, for hanging out with me on the podcast again this week. 
I'll meet you back here next week, same time, same place. And in the meantime, go treat yourself to some pedal pumping because you deserve it.